Show me the money. Show me the money. It's been called everything from dirty to downright essential. While we wish we could live without it, we need it in order to get by. This powerful paper has put a spell on us. It has put us in our place and clearly captivated us. We'll dig deep into dollars and cents as we make sense of money on today's FYI. Welcome to For Your Info. English. You got it. Hello, 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 everybody, and welcome to another exciting edition of For Your English. I just want to remind you guys that if you like this show, it really helps if you leave a little rating or something, you know, on Apple iTunes. I know you can give it five stars. I'm not sure if you can rate it on Spotify, but on iVox, you can rate it as well. So if you like the program, I ask you to, to do two things. Spread the word, difundir la palabra, and give Give it a little rating. Tell us why you like the program, and that'll give it more visibility. Many more people will be able to discover this program. Well, of course, if you find it useful, if you don't find it useful, what are you doing listening to it right now? <laughs> I'm just joking. I imagine you find it useful. So that's why I ask you to spread the word and let people know that there's a fun way to learn English while learning about all different topics. And today we're going to talk about money. That's right. So let's take a look at our intro before we talk turkey. To talk turkey is hablar en serio. Yeah, I know it doesn't sound very serious, but to talk turkey means to talk seriously. So, I said it's been called everything from dirty, sucio. A lot of times we talk about dirty money. Just be careful with the pronunciation. A lot of my students say dirty, right? They say dirty dancing, right? <laughs> but it's not. It's dirty. It's like, as if that I were an E. So, it's been called everything from dirty to downright essential. Now, this word downright means totalmente, realmente, sumamente. Another way to say that is thoroughly. So it's dirty to downright essential. There I go with my alliteration. And are you ready for this next sentence? Let's see how many W's there are in there. W is W. While we wish we could live without it. While we wish we... Wow, there's four. And then without, that's five W's. While we wish is mientras deseamos poder vivir sin ello, to live without it, we need it, lo necesitamos, in order to get by. And a lot of times we talk about money as a necessary evil. It's something we need, that if we didn't need to pay rent, alquiler, or a mortgage, una hipoteca, well, then maybe we wouldn't need as much money. And there's always that debate of how much do you need to be happy? And as we say, that's a slippery slope. Slope. A slippery slope es un callejón sin salida. Then I said in the intro, I said in order to. This is a great structure that means con el fin de. No, al objeto de. Con el fin de. 
in order to. And I said, we need it in order to get by. Salir del paso. Apañarse. Then, more alliteration coming your way. I said, this powerful paper. Este papel, because in the end, they, you know, people say, it's just paper, but we've given it that value. Ese valor. So this powerful paper has put a spell on us. Nos hechiza, right? To put a spell on someone. Un hechizo is a spell. And it has put us in our place. Now, I hate to admit this, but uh, a lot of times, and this is called classism, we treat people differently if they have money or if they don't have money or if they have power uh, as opposed to being uh, powerless. So it does put us in our place, unfortunately, because let's be honest, uh, money is not the, the, the main indicator of somebody's character. No, not at all. Uh, money doesn't make the person. I always say money doesn't buy class. El dinero no puede comprar clase. But there's one thing that I think we can all agree on. It has clearly captivated us, right? To captivate is to grab our attention. And let's let's be honest. Why do we watch these reality shows? Well, I don't, but why are they so popular? Keeping up with the Kardashians. Why are we so obsessed with this lifestyle, with people who have money and mansions and all this? Hey, I'm a victim too. Sometimes I find myself strangely interested in the rich and famous. And in fact, there was even a popular show on TV in the United States called Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous. So let's be honest, it's always captivated us. Then I said, we'll dig deep into dollars and cents. So to dig is cavar, and to dig deep is ir en profundo, no? Cavar en profundidad. We'll dig deep into dollars and cents. Dólares y centimos. And I don't know if you caught that pun, that play on words. I said, as we make sense of money. So you see what I did there? Sense, centimos, and sense, sentido. And to make sense of something is encontrarle el sentido, naturally. So we're going to make sense of dollars and cents on today's FYI. So I thought we should start out with something simple. Let's look at the definition of money. If you look up money in the dictionary, look up es el buscar, consultar, then let's see what it says. It says, and I quote, a current medium of exchange. Now, current is actual. Something that is current is now, right? It's being used now in the present day. A current medium of exchange, intercambio, in the form of coins, monedas, and banknotes. We can call them bills or banknotes, que son los billetes. So that's pretty straightforward. Straightforward es que no hay mucho misterio. It's pretty straightforward. But you know what? I'm not too worried about the definition. I think that's the simple part. The hard part, from my experience, is pronouncing the word. So many of my students say money, mo, like M-O, but it's not pronounced like that. It's pronounced Money, money. I think of other words that sound the same or other words that rhyme, and I think of funny, gracioso, honey, right, which is miel o cariño. So it's not funny, honey. We don't have any money. Hey, there you go. If you can remember that sentence, then you'll remember that all three of those words rhyme. But you cannot, you must not pronounce it money. It's money, like honey and funny. 
But if you have trouble with that, well, just like in Spanish, we have a lot of different names, a lot of different alternate names that we use when talking about money. Let me give you some. In the United States, we say moolah. Moolah. Yeah, to have moolah is to have money. Another one we say is dough. Now, this reminds me of pasta in Spanish. No tengo pasta. I don't have any dough. And be careful, though, because dough is uh, pasta o masa dura. And batter is esta masa suave, líquida. So, but the one we refer to money, we talk about dough. Then we say cash. Cash es efectivo, o cold hard cash. ¿Ves? No soy el único que le gusta las aliteraciones. Cold hard cash. Uh, I've heard the British call their money quid. Mate, can I get 20 quid, please? And that would be 20 pounds. So, uh, lots of different nicknames. Uh, other ones in the States. Cheese. Yeah, cheese. Cheddar. Yeah, it's, it's weird. We associate money with cheese, with cheddar. Another one uh, which uh, reminds me of a song, uh, a rap song. It's all about the Benjamins, baby. What is he talking about? Well, he's talking about Benjamin Franklin, but he's really talking about $100 bills. Eh, billetes de 100 dólares. Because Benjamin Franklin is on the $100 bill. So a lot of times we'll refer to the bill by the president that's on it. And you want to know another name for... Money for bills? Dead presidents. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, think about it. They're dead presidents that are on there. And you'll only see dead presidents on there. I, I researched it when I was preparing this episode, and I was curious. I said, you know, is Obama going to be on a coin or, or Trump? God forbid. Is he going to be on a, a coin or a bill anytime soon? Well, no. Don't hold your breath. Como nosotros decimos, espera sentado. Don't hold your breath. The key word there is dead presidents. In the 18th century, uh, legislation was enacted that forbids, to forbid es prohibir, the depiction of living people on U.S. currency. So you'll never find a living president or leader on currency. So sorry, Obama. Sorry, Trump. Not yet. And we just looked at the word current, which is actual. But the word currency is the money system. You say moneda in Spanish. And in fact, if you've ever been to an airport and you go to Japan, well, you have to go get the local currency, la moneda local. So that's another way. You'll see it in the airports. Currency exchange, intercambio de monedas. So we talked about bills or notes, que son los billetes. We talked about coins as well. But what coins do we have? At least in the United States, I can tell you. I don't, don't know too much about the British coins, but I can tell you about the American ones. Now, the smallest denomination is one penny or one cent. And anybody uh, who has ever had an old penny will realize that uh, the old pennies turn green for some reason. And it's the same green as the Statue of Liberty. And you know what? There's a link. Hay un vínculo. Absolutely. Now, metal is exposed to the elements. It rusts. Se oxida. Well, let's just say that pennies and the Statue of Liberty are made from the same metal. That's right. It's copper. And what happens to copper when it rusts? 
it turns green. So there's a good trivia question. The original color of the Statue of Liberty, it's a golden color, a copper color. But thanks to the elements, it has turned green. So anytime you find an old penny, you'll see there's a, a little green in it, and it's the exact same green. In fact, I think they should call it the Statue of Liberty green. But let's be honest, pennies are quite worthless. In fact, I think they say that there's more value in the metal than the actual value of the coin. So pennies... Uh, same thing as centimos here in Europe. You're kind of like, okay, it's good, but I need a lot of them. Then next up, we have nickels. And nickels are five-cent coins. Then we have dimes. A dime is a ten-cent coin. Then we have quarters. A quarter is a quarter of a dollar. And we also have 50-cent uh, pieces, we have dollar coins, we have dollar bills, and, uh, well, some of them are collector's items and some of them are in circulation. Now, I imagine that many of you have heard the word buck, right? Have you seen it when you're watching a movie? 20 bucks. I think you say 20 pavos. Well, there's a reason behind this. Now, a buck back in the day, a buck is a male deer, un ciervo. And back in the day, in aquel entonces, they used deer skin, that's right, la piel de un ciervo, uh, as trade. They would trade things for deer skins. And supposedly, one deer skin was the equivalent of one dollar. So, what did we do? We said, well, one buck. Wow, so it had to do with skin, with deer skin. That's right, not just any deer, but a buck, a male deer. Then where does the pavos come from? Because in Spain, you say 20 turkeys. We say 20 ciervos, you say 20 pavos. Well, I looked into it, lo investigué. And you used to call five pesetas un duro. In fact, I remember those days. I'm dating myself right now, but I remember cinco duros, veinte duros. And so they started to call it a pavo because that was exactly how much a turkey cost. With five pesetas, with un duro, you could get un pavo. So that, those two words are a lot more related than we thought they were. Okay, they're different animals, but the idea of trading and using animals as trade and barter, another way to say trade, well, that goes way back and we still use that terminology. I think it's awesome. Another interesting etymology is to shell out. Now, to shell out money is soltar dinero. I had to shell out $20. Well, normally, Normalmente es mucho más. Uh, so I'll give you an example. I had to go to the mechanic yesterday because my car broke down. And I had to shell out, pagar, gastarme, $500. Now, shell es concha. So do you think that it has something to do with shells? Well, you bet. Pues claro que sí. In fact, at one point, Native Americans, they used to use shells as currency. So, uh, later, the European colonists, when they went there, they said, well, they're giving us shells. Why don't we call it to shell out? And shell out is another way to say 
to pay. I love these interesting etymologies. And in a little bit, we'll take a look at some useful vocabulary and idioms. Now, one thing that's fascinated me over the last, well, I, I should say over the course of my life, is the fact that when we were kids, there was a lot more cash circulating. Cash, you say metálico, efectivo. And, well, as the years go on, there's less and less cash. Now, ¿por qué uso less instead of fewer. Well, it's quite simple. Remember this. Less is used for uncountable nouns, and fewer is used for countable nouns. Now, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, yeah, but we can count money. Well, technically, money is uncountable. The way they see it is that money is uncountable, but coins and bills. So, there are fewer bills in existence, but there's less money. See the difference? So remember, if we're talking about the individual bills or coins, those we would use fewer. But in the other case of uncountable nouns, such as money, we would use less. The same way how much is used with uncountables. So you never say how many money. You say how much money do you have? Or how much money do you have to shell out to use that other word in context? Well, this, uh, this statistic was mind-boggling. Only 8% of the world's currency is in cash right now. So that means there is a lot of electronic money out there. And that's pretty scary because I always think about that. Now, I, I don't know if that's a reality, but let's say I have $20,000 in my savings account. Okay, it's not true, but let's just say that I have $20,000 in my savings account. It's very easy to turn that into $2,000. You just have to remove a zero or two and voila! So that's, it's convenient. Es muy cómodo, this, you know, paying with your watch, this contactless pay, which I think it's, it's really good to be able to pay without touching, especially in this post-COVID age, or I shouldn't say post, we're still in the middle of it. So people are more and more, people that maybe didn't want to do away with cash, now to do away with this deshacerse de, are now opting for contactless. And I understand it as somebody who doesn't want to touch money. As we said before, money is, uh, it's got a reputation for being a bit dirty. And in the second part of the show, we're going to take a look at dirty money, all the different kinds of things that you can find on money. And uh, after I tell you that, I'll tell you right now, you're not going to want to hold bills or coins in your hand ever again. And well, if you guys want access to that, the bonus part of the show, remember, all you have to do is go over to patreon.com slash Alberto Alonso, and you can find out what our English adventure is all about. There are all different levels for all different budgets, presupuestos. So if you want bonus audio, if you want PDFs with all the vocabulary, you can get that and you can get it for peanuts. Peanuts is a way we say very little money. Peanuts. Cacahuetes, yes, but it also means not too much money. As we say, it's affordable. And especially because you're going to learn over 300 words a week on these podcasts with the bonus audio. And our higher level students, they have access to classes with me every week and also a monthly class. So if you're interested or just want to get some more information, go over to patreon.com slash Alberto 
Alonso and find out what so many other students have already discovered. That said, I want to send a shout out and a thank you to all my patrons for making this show possible. Remember, this show is self-produced. I do it on my own time. So thank you to all of you who are students and are joining me on this English adventure. That said, I want to send a shout out to my super duper students, Hugo, Roberto, Jose Maria, Carolina, Javier, Mila, Desiree, Susie, Alex, Patricio, Boris, Edgar, and Loles. And don't forget about my interstellar students, Diego, Diana, Carmen, and Pilar. Thank you so much to each and every one of you. Keep up the good work. And those of you who want to be a part of it, just let me know. I'll send you some samples, unas muestras. Just take a look at patreon.com slash Alberto Alonso and let me know if you have any questions. So yeah, that, that statistic really blew my mind. Only 8% of the world's currency is cash. It's only 8% of the world's currency is tangible, where you can actually see it. I imagine the rest of it is stockpiled in the Cayman Islands. <laughs> the Cayman Islands, as you guys know, is a tax haven. I think you guys call it un paraíso fiscal. Now be careful, it's not heaven, it's haven. A tax haven. And now's the part of the show where we're going to look at some pointers, some tips. Now, remember this, guys. I don't have any financial experience. I'm just a guy like you who's trying to get better at managing my money. Because, let's be honest, when you're young, you don't really think too much about the future. But once you have kids, well, it's really important to save, right? To save is ahorrar. And for that, you'll need a savings account. Because, obviously, savings accounts give you more interest than your typical checking account. So you start to think about your future. You start to think about saving up for a house or your child's education. And uh, you, you have what we call a nest egg. We call it tus ahorros, a nest egg, un huevo en el nido. But how are we ever going to save money if we can't get out of debt? And that's that's one of the things. I feel like the system that we've created, especially in the United States, is a system that keeps people or maintains people in debt, endeudados. Remember, the word debt has a silent B. We don't pronounce it. So to to have a lot of debt or to be in debt. And obviously the opposite is to get out of debt. So that's the first thing I would recommend. If you have a lot of debt, get out of that debt as soon as possible uh, because a lot of those things, well, they're designed to keep you paying for the rest of your life. And there's some good vocabulary. To pay off something is to pay it off in installments. No, pagarlo en plazos. So for example, I'm paying off my mortgage. I'm paying off the loan I asked for last year, right? Pedir un préstamo is to ask for a loan. And once you ask for a loan, well, you can either get accepted or rejected depending on your credit. In the United States, everybody has a credit score. So depending on how many credit cards you've used, if you've successfully paid everything off on time, that will make your credit score higher or lower. Now, I know in Spain, what they look for is your contract, your last pay stub, the ultimo nomina, and things like that. But you can't save money if you're in debt. Now, again, I'm no expert, but it seems like that's pretty black and white. And speaking of experts... 
you know, I, I got somebody to help me out. I got an accountant to help me out because I, man, it, it's, a, it's a headache for people who don't understand all that terminology and taxes and all of this. I, I want to do things by the book. Quiero hacer las cosas a pie de la letra. A pie de la letra, excuse me. I want to follow the rules. I don't want to break the rules. But again, sometimes I feel like these rules are written for only certain people to understand them. And I've got to say, I got an accountant. It took me 40 years, but finally at around age 40, I got an accountant. And I don't pay him very much. You know, when I think about it, it's it's a very small amount, or as I said before, it's peanuts uh, compared to all the headaches I've gotten rid of. Because now if I have to bill somebody, to bill somebody is uh, mandarles una factura. Another way to say a bill is an invoice. Well, uh, then I got to know what's the percentage, what's the VAT, the value-added tax. Uh, You say IVA, if I'm not mistaken. And you know what? I speak English, I speak Spanish, but I don't speak financial jargon. So this accountant, Carlos, a big shout-out to Carlos, he has saved my life. He's made my life so much easier. So now when something comes in the mail that says, Tienes que tal... I just send it to him, and I'm telling you, my life has gotten easier. So you can hire, hire es contratar, an accountant. Uh, You can also get a financial advisor or consultant that can help you as well. In fact, some of our patrons I know uh, work in the banking industry, so maybe you can reach out to them, and they can give you some tips on how to invest. To invest es invertir. Uh, And investing is, there are a lot of different ways to invest. Obviously, you can invest in property or real estate, inmobiliaria, uh, by getting a mortgage. There are also bonds. Uh, Bonds are, hmm, bonds in Spanish are bonos. So there are government bonds. Some people invest in the stock market, la bolsa. I mean, it depends on how much money you have and, well, how risky you are, right? How many risks you want to take. Remember, we say the same thing. We can say to take risks or to run risks, just like in Spanish, correr riesgos. So if you're like me, I don't like taking risks. In fact, I don't have any stocks, stocks, acciones, but I do have property. Uh, But there are many, many different financial products out there for you to diversify. But be careful because you don't want to lose your shirt. Como decimos, no quieres perder la camiseta. Because then you'll end up broke. And broke is sin blanca, sin un duro. All right, well, we've already looked at some useful vocabulary and idioms, but let's look at a few more before we wrap up the first part of today's FYI. I hope you guys are learning a lot of good vocabulary, and I hope you put it into practice. Well, at least the savings part. Now, the first word that came to mind when I was thinking, what words do I want to teach them that we use that are related to cash, that are related to money? And the first one that popped into my mind is to cash in on something. Now, this is interesting because it has two prepositions, to cash in on it. So I'll give it to you in context. Many actors, many performers like to cash in on their success and they start doing other products. They do endorsements and other things like that. So to cash in on, I think the translation in Spanish would be sacar tajada de. So it's not just, it doesn't only have to do with money, but it has to do with making the most of something, taking advantage of something, to cash in on. 
And if we take out the on, if we just say to cash in, to cash in is what you do at a casino. So you have your chips, tus fichas, and it's time to cash in. And to cash in is literally bring your chips and get your money to cash in. Now, if you're like me and you're not a gambler, well, you're never going to really cash in. But again, remember, it's not only used in the literal sense. Another thing that sometimes can be a bit confusing is asking somebody for change, right? Now, you can always ask, do you have any change? But then if you ask somebody if they have any change, you're asking them if they have any loose change. Si tienes calderilla, right? Something I used to ask my father when, when I was a kid. Dad, do you have any loose change? Uh, a way that we would say this in the United States is, can you break a 10? Can you break a 20? Can you break a 50? And to break means hacer Cambio. So that would be a more uh, native way to say, ¿Me puedes dar cambio para tal cosa? Can you break a 10? Can you break a 20? You can also say, do you have change for a 20? Do you have change for a 10? But remember, we're trying to sound more native. I also wanted to look at some bank vocabulary. Now, I'll be honest, uh, I don't remember the last time I was physically in a bank. I'm that kind of guy who pays uh, with my watch and I take money out at the ATM. Remember, the ATM is el cajero automático, the automated teller machine. And a teller is un cajero, la persona. So it's the same word, ATM. Now, I know in some parts of the English-speaking world, they don't call it an ATM. I'm sure they're familiar with the term, but if you want to avoid confusion, you could always say a cash machine. So what can you do with a cash machine? Well, as I just said, you can take money out or withdraw money, right? To take money out or to withdraw money is sacar pasta. Also, I've never done this, but you can deposit money or you can put money into the bank as well. Again, I haven't used all the functions. The only thing I do at an ATM is withdraw or take out money. But uh, that doesn't mean you shouldn't check your bank account. You shouldn't check your balance. I think you call it tu saldo, your balance. You can do that online. In fact, now banking has become an online experience. And I think the banks that are doing really well right now, currently, are the ones that have adapted really well to this digital world. And their apps are user-friendly. User-friendly es fácil de usar para cualquiera. So things you can do. Of course, you have to sign in. Tienes que meterte. You got to put in your password, tu contraseña, and then you can see your different accounts. You can see your checking account. Uh, your checking account is tu cuenta corriente because back in the day, with your checking account, you would get a checkbook. And a check is un talón. And in the United States, I remember when I was a young kid, people wrote checks. Now it's not as common, but it's still called a checking account. And your movimientos are not called your movements. We call them transactions. And we'll wrap up the first part of today's episode with an expression that I think is just, it hits the nail on the head, lo clava. Now in Spanish, you say el tiempo es oro. We say time is money. That's right. Time is money. What does that mean? It means time is probably the most valuable thing that you will ever have in your life. And if you don't think so, think about this. It's a reflection I've been having over and over. I always say this. Money comes and goes. 
Time just goes. So, that said, we have run out of time. Nos hemos quedado sin tiempo in the first part of the show. But if you'd like to join us for the bonus part, remember, think about becoming a patron or just drop me a line and I can send you some bonus content just to see if you like it. Thank you so much for joining us in this episode of FYI. Show me the money. Show me the money. Show me the money.